It's the place you go when you finish your show. We're your two best friends. Our names are Max and Ben. We're self-proclaimed television experts. It's Reality Alert. Hey, yo. Hello. Now that's what I call a 90-day fiancé episode. Um, is, is the best episodes in your mind the most enraging ones because <laughs> this was enraging it was enraging it did piss me off not a smile on my face the whole episode i was very oh, pissed there were also moments <laughs> okay okay yeah. i was when was benny moment. was loving new york city and loving the water fountains i was grinning ear to ear all right oh i was also laughing my ass off for like uh the john scenes in oh john kitchen. is great oh was just cracking me up. That was one of He's the a character. He really is. Yes. Uh, I think the family members really stepped up for some really funny, yeah, the Guillermo did. scenes with Cara oh, was, I think our first really entertaining Guillermo and Cara scene in a long time. Well, more like sure. Hillary scene. She, <laughs> she just she went for the jugular. She was God. great. And so was her, uh, was boyfriend. it her fiance, boyfriend, husband, whoever that guy was. Her 90 day fiance. He felt like he was one of us. Like he yeah. was totally enjoying being there. He was like so close to breaking the whole time. <laughs> he really stepped it up. No, you're right. There was, I guess, um, it was mostly it was the Mahala and the Bilal stuff that was driving me mad. Uh, Amazing the, drama, the, though. Oh, it was God. so good how manipulative. They're Mahala both, was. She was they're just both great. So manipulative. Bilal is manipulative. <laughs> yeah, I find I find the Bilal stuff like less entertaining because it's just it's like so abusive. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's like just it's sad. <laughs> such a gaslighting prick, and he's such he's he, so he, condescending. He treats her like a child. It's it's emotionally abusive. It yeah, is. he's disgusting. And it's just like every episode, and we've seen so much of them more than every couple, and we're only four or five days like into the relationship. Yeah. Whereas with Jabri and Miona, we get other stuff, and this is just like another piece of the all the drama that we get, you yeah. know? I felt so bad for Miona this episode, like having to deal with with Mahala's bullshit. I felt so bad for her. I did. I did very much feel bad for her, but I also enjoyed watching it because it was very um, insane. It was insane and juicy. So um, I enjoyed it from a dramatic perspective. From Team Good TV. From yeah. Team Good TV. Yes, of course. Although I am very much on the side of Miona. Of course, Leona yeah, said it best when she was like, I just don't understand how someone could be uh, speaking like this in the 21st century. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, agreed, Miona. Well, I do, but uh, I don't at the same time. Right. Well, as millennials, we do. Uh, but yeah, we're we're not Gen Xers or boomers. So, you know, yeah, I guess they do things a little different. <laughs> Well, yeah. Uh, hey, I know some millennials that would talk like that. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess it's not solely a generational thing, but I do think 
you know, older people probably more so. Yeah, 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 more people. so. But yeah, I mean, there's just yeah. people who culturally are just like like this. You'll see in social media That's true. people yeah. being like, I agree with her, like, and it's her house and blah, blah, blah. You're right. You're right. And it's like, yep. no, some of the things she was saying, like, were, and we'll get to it, were just so fucked, Well, man. and then the, what really bothered me was the way she twisted it around to Jabri when Miona wasn't there and they were talking about it. And that bothered me a lot too, because she was acting like, oh no, it just got completely misconstrued. And uh, you know, she's taking my words and twisting them around. No, absolutely not. She was Miona was not doing that. Yeah, yeah. She used what Jabri called psycho psych psychologist kung fu or something he said. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. She totally did. She yep. totally did. She made him feel like a rat in a rat race. That's all. I know. It's just, it's not okay to do that. Nope. Nope. Cause I've been stuck up in a rat race. And you can hear not the pain cool. in his voice in that one. You really can. Do you know what also helped with the pacing? I think cause we got no Emily and Kobe, you know, maybe <laughs> that helped a little bit. Last episode was pretty much half Emily and Kobe. I'm like, just gonna they say, dominated it. I yeah. like them. Like I think they're entertaining, but this episode felt a little bit faster, and maybe it's because yeah. they weren't there. Uh, just posing a theory. The theorem is not proven. Okay, I'm just I'm just positing a theory, and then we're gonna test. They're not. It. They're not the most entertaining couple in the mix right now. I would say no. Right now, get, currently, whenever we, I, have I can them, still hold out hope for them. But, we get yeah. a lot of them and it's kind of like redundant. Yes, it's the same issues over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. not like very, it's not, it's not, mom bod and uh, it's not fun. <laughs> like the family members aren't that fun. You know, they're not like John, you know. Oh my gosh. Why can't everybody be like, fuck Yeah. Why can't everybody just be drunk in the morning? We need more, we need more family members with drinking problems in this country. <laughs> what the fuck else do you fucking expect? The Celtics in the fucking playoffs. Man. <laughs> Come on. What the, what do you want from me? <laughs> you think I'm not going to wake up and get drunk right away? Huh? They're down two one to the fucking heat. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's going through a lot of pain right now, guys. Okay. <laughs> The Celtics might not win the Eastern Conference. Final. Do you see how much the Red Sox suck right now? They <laughs> suck. They fucking suck right now. He's like eleven games behind the Yankees. The Bruins. They did nothing this year. What the hell? Terrible. I mean, the, the Pats. Sox... Ever since Tom Brady's gone, of course I've been drinking at eight a.m. every day. Yeah, I mean the Red Sox are just really bad this year. Everyone should know this. Um... <laughs> Where's your Yankees at? You gotta be saying uh, I should be wearing you. that, man. I know. That's what it's Every all time about. we do 90 day, you need to shove it in John's face. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. First place. First place. Let's go. Um so Shida and Bilal. Uh, this is great. Uh Shida starts out by saying we're going to have this child having discussion, but we never get to it because Bilal is very good at making everything about him and how he needs to lecture Shida about everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're, uh, I think Bilal is content where he's at because in his mind, he already has a child and it's Shida. Uh, because that's the way he speaks to her. He talks to her like a child. It's very rude. And he's already conditioned her to make her worried about if she can drink coffee outside of the kitchen. Yeah. 
And she's like, he's really laying it on thick. He's like, of course you can. And she's like, well, you're very particular. And he's like, no, I'm not. I just don't think that people should leave socks everywhere or walk too quickly or too slowly. They may walk at the pace of the metronome (laughs) that I set in the house. (laughs) Thank you. Come on. Yeah, it's amazing here that he tries to deny that he has any OCD issues. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah. Your ex-wife said it like everybody says it. Well, look, Shida's lecturing him, okay? He doesn't like being lectured to. Who likes being lectured to, okay? She should stop lecturing Bilal. Yeah, you know, he would never do that to her. Never. Never. Um, Because he's respectful. Yes, he's very respectful, and um, he is the biggest jokester around. He loves jokes. <laughs> um, he's so he sh- would totally be okay with any other jokes in the future. Yes, just not at his expense. Oh, right, right. Yeah, right. there's caveats. <laughs> there is, there is, yeah. That's, you gotta read and no socks grip. on the floor in these jokes. No. Mm-mm. If you leave one sock on the floor as a joke, that's inappropriate. That's He's going to take you to a lecture hall and explain things to you with like a PowerPoint and like a laser pointer. He's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Professor Bilal. Jesus. Uh, he's taking Shida at a Juma uh, on Friday. Uh, and he's like, just, so you know, we cannot be late. It is a pet peeve of mine. And it's like, why? Oh, why are you being so luxury about the late thing when she hasn't even given you a reason to think that she'll be yeah. late? He's being accusatory when nothing's even happened. It's like, what the fuck? Uh, and and they're on the way, and uh, Shida's going to meet the ex-wife, and Bilal's like, I can't tell you uh, not to be nervous because this is going to be you know, really important, but she is cool. But, like, she's really important, and you better impress her, because if you don't, then I'm going to not marry you. Yeah. And she might see that big old booger in your nose, so you better be careful. What a great joke. He's so fu- All his jokes He's have hilarious. been a hilarious. grade A just comedy. She's like, you know what? I'm sick of the pranks, Bilal. I'm sick. Of- Nobody likes them. I'm over it. <laughs> she's also upset. She's like... I um I'm nervous and he's like oh uh, you know I met your family so I get it but she's like no I uh I was a visitor like I'm gonna be here for the rest of my life you know and he's like no but I'm saying like I basically have experienced the same thing I'm empathizing with you by telling you that I don't really care about your feelings like I don't see why you don't understand this very uh like petty argument I think is what starts building the tension up to our next big one yeah, I think just because I, I mean, it's just I mean, he just like isn't nice enough to her, and yeah. I and I and I think that maybe he would do better with somebody also with less emotional intelligence or somebody that doesn't need uh any emotional support. These people exist. Maybe there is someone for Blal. Maybe a less kind person than Shida. You know what I'm talking about? Like maybe I there think is. He's looking for someone that will take his shit. Is what I think. That's I, what I think. I think. I think he's looking to have someone that he tells what to do to lecture to. I think it makes him feel like a big man. Feel like it makes him feel like a big boy. I think he's definitely looking for that. But there's also just people that like don't need 
emotional kind of reassurance that too and but shida what she needs in a partner but i'm saying like what she needs is she needs somebody who is there for her you know and she needs somebody who will listen to her and not uh pull pranks on her threaten to leave her on the side of the road uh introduce her to people not test her all the time gaslight her stuff like that absolutely I nobody think. nobody needs nobody needs a Bilal in their life. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, I think we need him on the screen. Can we just end this? Like I feel like we, you know. Like I think there's a reason why this guy's divorced. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yes. So she uh hits him a couple times lightly, and uh Bilal cannot handle this. Yeah. He's like, you assaulted me. You punched me in the face. I lost control of the car. We almost died. Yes. Uh, Dude, she barely touched him. And it was so clearly joking around. It was so clearly her trying to add levity to the situation. It was so clearly her just trying to create a playful atmosphere uh, because they had just gotten in an argument. And he just took it and ran with it. Yeah, no, I will say, if he really didn't like it, like, like I, I, I would not be, be, be a fan of, of like that type of thing either. I'd be like, okay, like, you know, I don't like it. You know, he could have handled it in like a much calmer way because he has crossed so many lines himself. It's like, you don't have the right to be like yeah. this. That's what I'm saying. Yes, you know, absolutely. Like you cross lines all of all of the time. You don't then get to threaten leaving somebody and say, well, you're going to take an Uber home or you're going to leave her in the car. Like, and it's that's, crazy, that's man. where it crosses the threshold to where I see it as, as a little bit more abusive than anything else is because she is in a vulnerable, vulnerable position. She doesn't have as much control over everything being in the U S not being able to work. Uh, her life is kind of like in his hands and he is abusing and taking advantage of her uh, in, in order to, to bend her whichever way, you know, he, he pleases, you know, it's just, it's just messed up. It's it not is. cool. Yeah. Yep. So not he, cool. he, he walks out of the car. Will he come back to his car? Fingers crossed. We, we, we don't know. We're hoping we don't know. He might have it towed just yeah. to prove a point. <laughs> uh, back in finally, we get back to Jabriville. You know, we finally get back and we're like, okay, nothing enraging here. No, <laughs> we get this really nice scene. Uh, Jabri goes out to do music, Miona says, and she is a little upset because she has nothing to do. So, Jabri's mom comes in with no ulterior motives, none whatsoever. She comes in to check. Uh, how things are going and Miona's like I miss my family and they miss me and I want you to listen to how genuine uh, Jabri's mom sounds I know what clip you're going to play <laughs> I'm sorry okay. it must be hard to be so far away from them yeah I feel sad Miona is having a difficult time adjusting I know that it can be a challenge for anyone to move to a new place, but we're trying really hard to make her feel comfortable here. That is the 
That is the the least genuine sounding thing I've heard in my entire life. She does this many times, uh, like at the dinner table thing previously too, when she was talking about the food, and then th- that didn't even last very long. Before long, she was just like, oh, "This food sucks ass." Yeah, <laughs> you know. But in this scene too, when she walks in the room, she's like, "It kind of looks like you were trying to clean in here." Yeah. Um. Good job you sort of you know cleaned she's like Bilal she's like there's a sock on the floor but it looks <laughs> like you tried yeah this um, whole laundry great. thing was clearly a setup oh, like, yes, it was it so was. clearly a setup it was let me show you how to do the laundry <gasps> what is that a top is that a top yeah uh that? Miona's even like, yeah, like I clearly could have figured this out by myself. Like this is a little weird. So she's like, let's go through each article one by one, so I can judge you based on what you wear. Good God! And by the way, I, I, you know we shouldn't have to justify, but what anyone wears. But that top, even though it looks small, it probably covers a lot more yes. of, of her body once she's wearing it then you yes. think it does when you're looking at it like yeah. maria my girlfriend who listen to the podcast don't, who don't listen to it enough to know yeah. like she has these tops when i look at them I i'm know. like i'm like yo how does this even like cover <laughs> any part of your body and and I'm, once again not saying this as like no, I, I have this the same like thing i with care i'm just like literally how does this fit over your head I grab one of my wife's socks and I'm like, is this for a three-month-old baby? How does your feet even fit into these socks? I know. I go, how does this fit over your head? And then she puts the top on and it covers basically her whole torso. (laughs) Or it's like a crop top, you know, but it covers most of most of the crop. And then we ask ourselves. How small are they, really? How small is our girlfriend and wife? I, don't, I know. Are they this big? And we yeah. see them as larger from our perception? I, I don't know. know. So that's that like, how big, how how huge am I? <laughs> I'm, I'm so tall. Am I 10 feet tall? I'm so dark like, and handsome. It's just. She's like an ant. She's like an ant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't just... put my mind around. That's the first thing Maria said. She was like, I bet that crop covers her whole that crop top covers her whole body. Yeah. yeah. Mama doesn't even know what she's talking about. Yep. Mm-hmm. It really screams insecurities, jealousy projections, you know. Well, like the it's... most fucked up thing that she said was you need to change what you wear or like cover up, especially when my husband is around. I was like That's insane. See, but isn't that revealing too? Of why? Because she's so like insecure. Why would you be that insecure about a girl that like, guy at your age? That Is guy, that Brian. <laughs> also, what are you afraid? Is Brian going to start hitting on her? Is Brian going to? I know that's what I'm saying. Brian going inse- to reach out? I'm like, wait, Brian can't control himself around other women. Yeah, the insecurities are speaking volumes. This is like here. what we this is what we talk about, you know, in like basic uh 21st century speech when it's like, you know, we shouldn't blame the actions of men yeah. based on how women dress, you know? Yes. yes. Like, yep. Shouldn't take two guys to to explain this. Sounds like she could use some therapy personally. <laughs> yeah, you should listen to this podcast. Well, you know, let us explain this to you. 
Uh, I I did love like Miona's reaction to her saying this though, where she oh, was she like, handled it great. Yeah, she she handled it so well. She was basically like, "Well, you know, anyone who would say something like this to me, I pretty much am like, fuck you. I'm aware <laughs> what I want." <laughs> so she basically said, "Fuck you." Yeah, paraphrased she, it in a nice. I way. just loved it. She was like, "It's what makes me feel confident, and that's what matters. Like, yep. I don't care." Yep. It's, says, it, uh, this other thing that Mahal does that drives me nuts is like she keeps she'll she'll always preface uh it's like the whole you know having said that thing you know the the phrase having said that it's like I don't want to judge you but like yes. she always prefaces the I'm not here trying to judge you and then she the next thing that comes out of her mouth is judgment and Imagine it's like you can't just client. preface that and and it doesn't negate the thing that comes after you say that that's that's not allowed you can't do that i know it's still hurtful either way uh she said a couple things that stood out to me one was i don't want her to have a negative experience uh well you just did yeah number one another thing mahala said was why do her needs need to trump everyone else's needs Oh my god, that drove me nuts, Max. <laughs> it's like it's your needs, Mahala. Yeah. What really bothers me about this is like she it's clear that Mahala is willing to damage the relationship not just with Miona, but also with her own son like just because of her own insecurities. And it's like you're like is this really necessary? Do you really have to go this far? Like, can't you just concede some things, even if they she make just you feel a little weird, uncomfortable? Fucked up values, apparently. It's, it's just weird. like oh. so strange. It's like this is the hill you're gonna die on. Like you're making an ass of yourself, and you're making your son think less of you too in this. So, yes. like, is it worth it? Like, is this really worth it? The top in the laundry. Like, is that really worth it to you? Well, she doesn't want Jabri to be with Miona, so she's it's clear she wants yeah. to push Miona to dress the part of a of a businesswoman. Guess what? Jabri's gonna see all this shit when it airs. You know, it's like yeah, that's another thing. It's like why does she think but it will air after that? the um the ninety, the 90 days, days are up and Miona's been sh- shipped back? You know, <laughs> God, to serve. That's how these people phrase it. They're like, we'll just return them. Yeah. I liked to uh there was there was one point in this where she's like, you know, in Rapid City people don't dress like this. And Miona's like, well, that's all the more reason for me to leave to LA. Yeah. It's like, and you're giving me uh, ten more reasons. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, you know, I don't want to be in Rapid City. Yeah. Mahal is like, well, we want you to stay. It's like, do you? Do you? You're not do you? I'm not getting that vibe. <laughs> You've never been nice to me. It's like she wants to have her cake and eat it, too. She wants to judge and criticize, but she also wants to seem like she's this really good host and this sweet mother-in-law. Yes. You know? Well, like, she, can yeah. do no, she can do no wrong. Right, right. She's perfect. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. I'm New Jersey Benny. How about New Jersey Benny? He doesn't like K cups. He's going through. He's going through Princeton, thinking this is what all of New Jersey is like. He's like, this is downtown New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the Jersey Devil? Where is the Jersey Devil? <laughs> is he around? <laughs> yes, a lot of New Jersey is very nice, though, Ben. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm sorry. You're right. It You're right. is true. I know it is. I know it is. 
Thank you. <laughs> no, actually, when they were going through Princeton, I was like, I was like, that looks like a lot of because I've never been down to the Princeton area before, but I was like, it looks like a lot of like upstate New York kind of area too. And like new Englandish sort of area. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like a lot of like old Victorian homes. And right. Stuff, right. Right. Like built in the 1900s. Very fancy, like very that. nice little town. Very cute little town. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was saying like apartments mm. in Princeton are really expensive. And that's yeah. why Ariel's like freaking out that her I parents could get it. them yep. a two bedroom. It's also in between New York and Philadelphia. So you can commute from either town. It's a university town. Like it's very, uh, very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Benny wants to be a, an MMA fighter. I love that. <laughs> I love that. This is the first time we're hearing of this dream. This yes. Is wild. So I was confused. So did he do fighting? No. Uh, anything? <laughs> That it's is not, really they funny. did not give the impression that he did MMA fighting. Uh, if, anybody, if he's never done anything like that before, that's the funniest thing ever. They did not I give any that. indication that he did. He was like, I did dancing, personal training. I mean, they looked like they showed him doing a little bit of like some kind of kicking, but it didn't seem like, like he was fighting sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe. He's like, I'm just going to go fight people. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> that's so he's funny. Like, I'm going to be an MMA fighter. It's like, that's you can't just like. Yeah, it was funny. She was like, "No, I've." She was like, "I looked it up." <laughs> she was like, "Cause I was curious. Like most MMA fighters, all the money that they win in matches, it just goes right back into their training." <laughs> She's like, "They don't really make that much money." No, but he's gonna do it. He's gonna be a, a super fighter. He's gonna be a super fighter. Good for him. <laughs> just of all the things, that was such a. It was kind of cute in a way. <laughs> he was like. All of a sudden, he has this dream. He's like, so hmm, I've come to America, and now I I can be anything that I want. What would I like to be? <laughs> He's like, I could be president. I could be an MMA fighter. <laughs> I really slowly understand her constant frustration. As the episode goes on, and I'm getting, I'm like, all right, you just brought him here. Like, you need to calm down. And then I slowly begin to understand why she's like this. Yeah, he's very, like, he's got such a very boyish personality, doesn't he? He's, he's very like, head in the clouds. He's very, like, happy-go-lucky, but he's not really, like, understanding the gravity of the situation. And now you can kind of see, like, why the sisters like always talk to him the way they did where they're like do you know what naive means <laughs> like, yes. you're very naive benny you're very naive you think you're going to be an mma fighter in america you're very naive uh ariella says people from new jersey are blunt and direct that's the way we talk is i'm from new jersey Ah, uh, I, I don't I don't agree. Uh, I don't think that's you're very true. cagey, Max. I'm very cagey. You're not opinionated uh, at all. Not opinionated. <laughs> hey, come on! <laughs> ah, just a paisan. Paisan. I'm just I'm just hanging out. Eat gabagool. Afraid. Uh, Patrick and Thais, they arrive, and uh, of course, John is hanging out in the kitchen. That's where John hangs out. It's the kitchen guy. He's, He's the kitchen guy. <laughs> I mean, where the fuck else am I supposed to hang out? It's where the fucking beer is, you know? I know. <laughs> when are they going to name the puppy? Or did they name the puppy? Do we have a puppy? I don't know name? if they did, but it still should be Snowball. That thing yes. looks like a little snowball. Um, it's a really cute puppy. It's a cute puppy. We need a name, though. 
they crack the champagne, they drink, and then they go to have sex in America. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you better put the TV on real loud, bro. You better put the TV on real loud. Oh, you know I'm going to fucking replay that Celtics game from last night. (laughs) (laughs) It was the best sex of Patrick's life. Wow. Sex in America. Mm. I'm glad the before and after was documented so that he could remember. Yeah. Very good. Oh! Oh! <laughs> the next morning, I love John. John plays video games standing up, and I really respect that. I really like that a lot. Yes. Just another great character trait of John. <laughs> while, while, uh, while, while drinking crazy people drink i know you're in the morning (laughs) crazy people drink beer in the morning she says it's just a fucking bud light sweetheart relax it's basically water (laughs) i love think gavestra was like so what if i drink beer at like 10 i mean uh 11 i mean uh 12 in the in the in the in the morning it's 11 30 a.m somewhere you know he's like it's just one beer that i I uh, had it was like, dude, you're wasted. Like, I don't <laughs> he, even know if you went to sleep last night or bit, or yeah. you started and did shots. Like, I think this guy's an alcoholic, man. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> nah, man, he's just a Bostonian. That's all. Yeah, okay. That's what they call it. <laughs> that is what they call it. <laughs> With fucking Sam Adams, alcoholic I too. Live here it's too. So, so am I. You and Thais are going tit for tat a little bit here. Yeah, they are. They're both kind of jabbing at each other a lot. No, they're jabbing. She's like, don't tell him what to do. He's like, don't tell him what to do. And then they both grab Patrick's arms, and he's like, whoa! He does look like he could stretch Armstrong a little bit. Yeah, he does. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This scene with the... um, (laughs) When he's making the steak. And it drops on the ground. But even before that, John, you gotta, you gotta put the fan on. It's called flavor. No, you gotta put it's the fan on. Flavor. It's, it's called fucking flavor. You gotta leave the that fan doesn't off. Doesn't even make sense to me. <laughs> what is he He's talking wasted. About? He loves the smoke. <laughs> he the huge bonfire that starts on the counter. Not on that. Don't grab that fire extinguisher. It's flavor, okay? I insist that you eat the fucking steak. <laughs> It's hungry fucking kids in in Brazil or some shit, you know? You gotta, you gotta eat the steak. It's like, why couldn't he just wipe it off with a paper towel and then cook it longer? But <laughs> no, he just he puts it right off the plate. plate. It's so funny. I'm like, all you have to do is wipe it down and cook it longer. Like, like I think, that, isn't the steak salvageable to you? No, no. It is what it is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is life. You know, you want to be a fucking American? You gotta eat steak off the floor. He is so he's such an asshole too. He's like he's like, oh, you know what beer is? They have beer in Brazil. It's like, oh my God. What's what's really wild about this episode is that like we can go from a scene like this to the one later on where like everything pours out of maybe why he's so defensive, why he's drinking so much, why he, he's arguing so much with Patrick's girlfriend. And it's like kind of heartbreaking. Humans are multifaceted, you know, they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
it is a sweet moment though. Later it is. On. No, it really is. It, it's really cute. I love seeing bros cry. It's one of my favorite yes. things in the world. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I I love watching people from Boston cry too. That is <laughs> I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure their feelings are the same for for New Yorkers. Go Yankees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Even Muhammad, uh, my favorite part of this was just that, like, they had to have this fight in the bathroom right next to the guy. How funny did you think that guy, like, he gets out of there and calls his wife? He's like, You're never gonna believe the day I just had. <laughs> First of all, they tell me they're sending it, they're shooting a TV show, and then as I'm installing this bidet, this guy walks in <laughs> and says to the lady, Uh, you can't be here because, uh, you're not allowed because you're next to a single guy. <laughs> so do you think Eve has all camera women? Do you think it's probably the first all camera women uh, know, team right? in What's... television history? <laughs> Very progressive. <laughs> yeah. Because let me tell you, it's pretty rare, I assume. No, Eve is just shocked by this. Eve is like, I don't, I'm doing something nice for you right now. <laughs> you're making it seem like I'm in trouble. She's like, you can finally take a shit. Like you've been holding it in for like four days. Yeah. Aren't you happy? Like <laughs> he's like, no, I'm clearly irritable because I'm backed up. But yeah, I haven't I, been able to go in days. Yeah, Eve, 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 uh, Eve is like, I'm forty. You're twenty six. <laughs> Grow up. You, you want me to be mommy? I'm gonna be mommy. Yeah. Yeah. Muhammad is like, I gave up everything. And he was like, well, I made sacrifices too. I'm not Muslim. And you're, you know, in America, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's kind of the thing. It's like, if, if you wanted someone to take all of the, the rules of Islam, it's like, maybe you should have married someone yeah. in that, you know, it would make more sense if she was uh Muslim, you know, but she's not. So like, what, what is it uh, to, to, to adapt such strict rules? Uh, rules is very it just wouldn't like and it's also just comes back to the thing of like do you know what she does for a living it's just yeah i know Wait and then we... also the camera people there he was might... a camera guy right there he might not understand what she does for a living uh i hope she never brings him <laughs> to her work but the camera people what are the camera people? <laughs> No, she's like, why don't you just fucking go back and watch cartoons with Theron? Jesus Christ. Yes. Like, would you please leave me be? I'm getting things done in the house. Yes. If you have something productive to add, by all means, go for it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, I'm finally getting this installed. Like, no. <laughs> You've complained about this for a whole week, and now I'm doing this for you, and you're yelling at me like, fuck off. No. <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> yelling is never something Muhammad does, but he, he, he does his very calm what are you doing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's a weird way. Of Let's expressing. have this argument for the plumber. <laughs> that was so awkward. The I the plumber you. guy was he was he he was a trooper through that whole thing. You could again, tell, I did, would just stop. He didn't now. even I look up. Be, I would he just poke, look up. I would poke my head and go like. And they'd be like, can we help you? And I'd be like, continue yeah. on. I'm yeah. just, I've just I'm never just watched. I'm like, I would pay tickets to watch 90 Day Fiance live. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. You know, like like a sleep no more experience where you get to like walk through the building and get to watch all yeah. the different couples. It'd be amazing. 
Well, the next time Jabri goes on tour, I'm hoping to get that experience at least on a smaller level to be able to see them live. <laughs> Damn, where my money go? I'll spend two hundred dollars just to see Jabri front. Row. I hope he goes on tour. Yeah, I'll 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 go bankrupt. Watch. Jabri. I'm not kidding. If he does go on tour, I will legit buy tickets if he comes to Denver. Yeah, Jabri <laughs> Solo, Black Serbs on tour. We gotta go. I'm all about it. <laughs> uh, back to Bilal and Shida. Oh, Bilal got back in the car. I didn't see this coming. Whew, thank goodness. Thank God. It didn't have to get towed. Uh, Bilal is like, are you a violent person? Are you abusive? Are You You almost murdered me back there in the car, yes. Shida. You He's almost like, murdered me. I have a concussion. Uh, what year is it? <laughs> Who is president? <laughs> I need you to get in the driver's seat and drive me to the hospital. Okay, because I can't drive. Not in this condition. There's no way. He grabs the kids and she's like, I don't even know what's going on because he won't talk to me because he has a douchebag. Oh, and then this is so cringe when they get to Juma and He's not introducing her to any of his friends, any of his family. She's just standing there awkwardly, like walking around and he's not speaking to her. It's like, I, who gives a shit about whatever fight you just had? Like, this is your extended family. You should be introducing her even regardless of, of if you're upset at her. Well, if I were her, I would have said, I don't feel well. Call me, call me an Uber. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Going I, well, I would have too. But not like this. Going into Juma meeting these people for the first time after we had a fight. That's like no pretense to but meet he, a bunch of people. See, he knows he's in this place of like power uh, in the circumstance that they're in right now because she wants to look good in front of his ex and this extended family. And so he knows he can treat her like complete garbage and that she's not going to uh, fight back or respond back because she doesn't want to look a certain way in front of his extended family. So this is like another example of him being like really fucking manipulative and exploiting the, the situation. Yep. Super shitty. He sucks. He sucks. Yep. I can't talk about this much more. I know the ex and her barely get to talk. I'm sure they'd have a lot to talk about. I hope yeah. just them to get to talk sometime. Have a little chat. Yes. So why did you get divorced? <laughs> <laughs> was it the same reasons of things I'm going through right now? <laughs> uh, Kara and Guillermo, this this is fun. Ooh, this is good. They um, uh, they invited uh, Kara's friend Satan <laughs> to, to the brewery. <laughs> this is a big 90 Day Fiance archetype, Ben. Is it Huge the friend that comes to try and ruin the relationship with yes. pointed questions yes the skeptical <laughs> friend is the 90 day fiance archetype the friend who's not afraid to ask the question there's usually the friend who is skeptical of the whole thing and is always asking crazy questions like are you just here for a green card comes up a lot um i'm surprised she didn't ask so why do you hate kara Guillermo, why do you hate Kara? Well, some people will say, like, have you said I love you yet? And maybe people haven't. And then they'll, and then be they'll people... go, oh, why not? Well, yeah, th there'll be people that are like, we don't even know if we can invite them to the wedding because we're afraid they might object when the uh, when they say, like, if anybody objects to this marriage. So they're usually it's it's the archetype. There's always one friend who does not approve. There has to be the one friend. Amazing. <laughs> 
So this is the one friend who is not supportive and is unsure. And her name is Hillary and her boyfriend who is just entertained by it or husband (laughs) or whatever, whatever this guy is. He loves it. He's us. He has a beard. I feel such a kinship to him. Of course. Yeah. Um, all bearded people when they see each other on the street, we nod to we each nod. other. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're on the same club. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Kara even knows that she's walking Guillermo into potential interrogation room, but she's excited about it to see what he has to say. Yeah, because that's how she feels about all these conversations. She loves it. She loves talking about her little baby boy, about her her beautiful young boy. And speaking about beautiful but young boys, he's a beautiful young boy. Hillary's like, are you sure you're you're ready to get married? You're just a child. You're like seven years old. Um, Even his grandmother says how he has a sexy mouth. <laughs> Those never get old. They never get old. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I love how they still treat him like a child here. They're like, you're such a baby. Um, can you... Walk? Can you even walk? <laughs> we came after you, so um, did Kara have to carry you here? Where's the stroller? Or are you even allowed to drink this beer? Do you want us to get you milk? Do yeah. you need milk? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so it's all the usual questions, but then it gets to the good yeah. stuff. Kara, what do you hate about Kara? <laughs> yeah, he says that when she drinks too much, and it's basically when Kara uh blacks out. And apparently they also fight more when Kara drinks too. I feel it's, like that would actually, that's a pretty like, not a horrible answer of like, what do you hate about Kara? Well, I guess just when she uh, drinks too much, I don't know. When she, <laughs> when she, it does she gets sound to the blackout that now. she might, she might, I'm not diagnosing here. She might have a drinking problem. It could be. Based on what she was saying, <laughs> she might. He's not drinking beers at eight in the fucking morning though, because the Celtics. That's true, so, but but he different. he was making it sound like it was like a frequent issue of her not knowing when to stop and forgetting things, and uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, she does like to party though, Max. Like, have you seen all the balloons that she has? That. Like, She's well, a party know, animal. Well, you know what? Actually, Ben, I haven't seen the balloons despite your right. I live, breathe, and dream about balloons. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. If you breathed balloons, your voice would be so much higher. I know. God. I don't know. I don't know what to believe anymore. She has a lying problem, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's you're right. She's, okay. She's a liar. Yeah. So, Ben, the biggest fight they ever had was apparently Kara threw his clothes. Another great question, by the way. <laughs> Great. I know That's she's amazing. She fits the archetype so well. Yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and also, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, um, she asked Kara what the worst that they ever had was, and Kara said that she apparently threw her clothes from the window because she saw a message. This is funny. From oh, like... a, uh, I wrote this down. She saw a message from a can- <laughs> exactly what the message was. It's, yeah. it's very short, but uh, really, it's really deep. 
uh-huh. his message. Yeah. He saw a message from a Canadian girl who he had seen before her, you know, because Carol went through his phone without his permission, went through all his old text messages. Yeah. And he used the same exact message on this Canadian girl that he later used on Kara, which was he sent her a picture of the moon and it. said, quote, I wish you could be here to watch this moon with me <laughs> amazing what a line that is a good line dude i can't believe he would use the same line what a betrayal <laughs> she should have thrown him out the window i i used Throw the, the same, whole man out the window i used the same move with my wife when i first met her except it, instead of a moon it was just a, a picture of the tv and there's a king of queens episode on that's it so dude i did the same thing i just sent it to 20 different women and maria was only one to respond and uh (laughs) she knows but she had to respect that i was playing the game that's right don't hate the player hate the game you know that's all there's it's just so funny to get so mad at that i'm like it's not even like it was a particularly like creative uh like line you know what I'm talking about? Like it, that no. sounded like it was specifically for you. Like it's so general. Like, <laughs> like you know, he was like dating other people, right? And was gonna like try to date them and say shit to them, right? Like you just should have so gone funny. through his phone. That's what happened. It'd be a good opening line for for people who use Tinder. Just <laughs> send the moon to, to a brand new person that you've Wish never you never met. Watch this moon with me. <laughs> oh my god, that is such a unique opening line that I'm sure you've only ever said to me. <laughs> I was just know, thinking about I you like after I scrolled through your profile, and uh, I looked up and look what I saw. <laughs> I love that that was the line. It was like you went yeah. through the phone, and that was the thing that upset you. It was like, yeah, everything else you said to the girl was very tame. It didn't upset me, like him dating other people, but the moon thing. Oh, could you be? Could you imagine how upset she would be if it was like a picture of a balloon and she's? Oh like, my god! Oh, watch this balloon with me. She oh. would have popped, dude. She would have popped. <laughs> <laughs> she would have just given up and floated right up to space. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> um, going through phones is a big reality television thing. They, oh, it's people... huge! My goodness, it comes up so often. I think it's a big thing in in couples. People do it. Um, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Maria could go through my phone. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. <laughs> it's been the way your whole relationship. I'd be like, yeah, okay, I don't care. Same. <laughs> you, Maria, Maria can go through my phone too. Totally. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. Apparently, she doesn't go through his phone anymore, but he, uh, Guillermo goes through Kara's phone, but it's like he'll like test her, like he'll take the phone, and then like if she tries to like grab it back, then he knows that she's doing something wrong. Like, he's this all sounds very healthy. He grabs the phone and he says, Okay, am I gonna see anything other than balloon photos in here? (laughs) Yes, is there gonna be anything else? Any surprises? And by surprises, I don't mean surprise birthday parties that you gave balloons to. I mean, bad kinds of surprises. <laughs> I think like what what I loved about this whole thing was that their relationship finally got interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Instead of just well, beyond we, we the were whole hearing the cradle rocker stuff. thing, yeah, yeah, that, that kept 
going on or cradle robber sorry that kept going on and on for for a while i think yeah the thank you uh, and i still love it good. it's still funny but yeah 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 it was very funny the relationship but i was like oh are we gonna get through like we need more the, yeah. like are we gonna get through the united states it was like yeah of course otherwise we wouldn't be seeing this shit like you know like is my yeah. uncle gonna like you it's like i don't know i don't care about your stupid uncle like i don't know <laughs> i just don't care like the computer <laughs> thing came out to be like a nothing fight like we don't even know if we got the computer like everything was just kind of like i don't know there's not that much drama but now we see that they have like big issues yeah and like trust hopefully yeah hopefully it's good it's good it's good that they might not be happy i'm really (laughs) happy that they're unhappy (laughs) (laughs) Woo! let's go go. um Kara, yeah, so Kara's friend is like really uh not sure about things and in the confessional she's talking and the boyfriend is just like <laughs> And then Kara really sums up how I feel about a lot of relationships on the show. One side of me says like don't worry it'll be fine and then the other side of me is like holy that's a lot of problems. <laughs> actually mostly i'm just saying holy that's shit beautiful. that's a lot of problems but the way she said it did you hear the voice that she did for the beginning one side of me says like don't worry it'll be fine and then the other side of me is like holy that's a lot of problems did like the angel and devil voice a little bit don't worry it'll be, it'll be fine. fine okay it's, it's the version of her that's about to be blackout drunk yes <laughs> No, we're not leaving this party first. Two wants to leave a party first. We're gonna leave. Yeah, but I thought Kira was gonna be like, but we don't have to leave the party last, Kara. Yeah. We don't have to leave the party last. I have to stay until I see the balloons deflate. Yes, I can't. So, Kara, I'm 23 and you're like 28. Like, I should be the one getting blackout. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> If I'm not getting blackout, you shouldn't be getting blackout. No, no, no. You have until you're 30. That's the rule. That's, That's the, rule. the rule. You get blackout whenever you want. Until you're 30. And then you have to then you have to be an adult. No, 40 is the new 30, dude. I get blackout every night. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. dude. I'm blackout right now. I'm not gonna, I don't remember any any of our podcasts. That's why I, I mean, have to when the, all of them. When the fucking Celtics lose, 40 is the new 30. Let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> Uh, Benny and Ariel go to New York City, and Benny becomes a Showtime kid on the the subway. <laughs> he's doing the flips. I love it. That's how he's going to make money to be to be an MMA fighter. This whole scene of him seeing New York for the first time was really cute. It was really it cute. Was really adorable. He was like, it, it. He his eyes were just so wide and excited seeing everything. He's like a water fountain. He's that like, was really cool, actually. Like <laughs> yeah. that was actually kind of amazing. Like I, I don't know. I, I actually had like a real moment. Like like that's actually one of the things that I don't think about. You know, oh, like I fountains? do. Yeah, of course not. I, I I do know that we are very lucky to have access to drinking water because a lot of countries yeah. don't. But I don't specifically think about like water, water fountains. fountains. Like I've never thought about that. That like they probably have never seen like a water fountain if you're from Ethiopia. You know, and NYC's NYC got the best water in the world, baby. It is true. It's very let's good. go. But like a water, you know, like he's you know they like they have, like they have sinks and stuff. But like a public utility, like water fountains are so incredible yeah um totally. yep. so i was like wow that's really fucking cool you know yeah 
that's awesome um but yeah dude got to see penn station just an amazing beautiful place to go yeah i will say i know like you're a tri-state area person so you you probably had yeah been to new york even since you were like a little kid but i didn't go to new york until i was 19 and when i did i was the same way i was like i i've never seen a place like this before this is the most amazing place i've ever been i need to live here right now you know, I, I, I felt the same way. Oh, yeah. Cool. I was just talking shit on Penn Station. That's what no, I no, no, no. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> no, I always think it's cool when you see people go the first time and they think it's like so amazing and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I get it. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. I still I still feel that way sometimes when I'm in Manhattan and like it's so beautiful and overwhelming and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's very exciting. You can like feel the energy in New York sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think that when they're having the argument and he's like, we can live here and she's kind of like uh, getting upset. I initially was like, can't you just be like a little, can't you just understand like where he's coming from and just, you know, like let him enjoy his first day here. But when she said the line, um, I feel that, that because he's the one who's always dreaming that I always have to bring him down to earth yeah, and, I, ne- and I never get time to dream myself. I was like, I understand so much more why you're always stressing out because you have to bear all the brunt of reality in this relationship. Yeah. It just well, feels- now, now that he's like, I feel like too, now that he's with the baby, like hopefully the reality will set in as time goes on, you know, these responsibilities, I hope. It does, you know, everything like... is so new to him right now. Yeah, he's just—he's very oversaturated. He's getting very excited. I, you know, ultimately though, he came out there for his kids. So it does feel like an incompatible relationship, but we don't know them that well. But everything we were shown and what we do see, it just—I mean, I mean, she just doesn't seem happy. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's overwhelmed too right now. She's super overwhelmed. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't know. But I mean, it does seem like they're trying to like fix the relationship. By yes. moving to the United States together, but I I do get wanting to have both parents involved in the relationship. I mean, I yeah. understand all the things. I just she it's it's hard sometimes, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just you know, uh, I I really think he's just very oversaturated, you know, with with everything coming his way, and he's getting a little too excited. Yes. And he's saying the wrong things and she's got all these stresses and that. Yeah. Like, I just really, I was, yeah. I just had a moment where I was like, Hey, like, come on. And then I was like, no, I get where she's coming from too. Like it's totally. very, it's totally. very stressful having to be that person. Yeah. I believe Benny's going to, uh, you know, he's just seeing New York for the first time. He's high on New York, you know? Yes. I'm hoping it, it, everything's going to be good. Yes. Obviously, they shouldn't get in a two-bedroom apartment in Tribeca. I don't think that's why right. not. <laughs> really, don't think that that's going to be cheaper than Princeton. I don't. <laughs> uh, Jabri and Miona. Uh, we need the names of the dogs of the puppies, please. Why didn't we get lower thirds? Hello. Disres- disrespectful. It is very disrespectful. So Jabri confronts Mahala. Uh, he's pissed and says Miona is not comfortable because you went through her laundry. Her laundry. 
And uh, what I thought was interesting was Jabriz says he, he's he's a little worried because he doesn't want Miona's temper to come out. That's a big concern of his. He's like, I don't want I don't want Miona to say something bad to my mom. That should not be your concern, Jabri. <laughs> well, I do think that that Jabri is a little confused because he can't believe that his mom would do something like this. Yeah. I think that he's taken aback. And I also think that because Miona is is saying, like, because this happened, I don't want to live here. He he is thinking that she is using this as another reason to not want to live here as just like an excuse. And Mahala sees that, too. And she hones in on that. Well, exactly. So I think that Jabri is just like, well, this is my mom. Like, I've known her my whole life. I trust her. Like, she wouldn't do something like this. Like, I can't believe it. And Mahala, like takes total advantage of this so i do see like i i do well of course yeah i do have a family bias always i do empathize with jabri like on why he feels this way of course of course it's well uh, (laughs) these are the two women in his life he loves the most you know this it's uh, like he's always going to have those sort of biases but uh i think if he saw the footage of what we saw Yes. He would be totally in uh, Miona's corner here. I really do. But he, yeah. he even said, he's like, God, mom, you're like confusing me. I don't know what to think about all this. Like, uh, you can tell he just is very confused about the whole situation. Yeah. When she says, uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. She didn't seem upset. I didn't go That's through her bullshit. laundry. She says she conf- practically said, fuck you to you. Mom. Yeah, she says uh, it's either confession or to him. Like, I'm concerned that she's being fake with me. If she's being fake with me, how can I get to know her? Because she didn't say she was upset with me. It's like there's a power a dynamic lie. here. She's trying to like impress the mom. Like, it's very difficult. Like, you're her and future even then, mother-in-law. Even then, Miona wasn't being fake. Miona, yeah. I felt like said how she really felt. She was just doing it in a much more polite way. Like, what do you want her to do? Scream at you? Like she's living in your home. You're right. Even at at the end of it, she said, like, I'll think about it. She didn't even say yes. Yeah. She said, I'll think about it because it's your home. And she was like, she even said, like, this is the 21st century. This is inappropriate. Like she said all that stuff. But she's like, this is your home. So I need to, you know, I'll think about it. So. Yeah. And she's like, Jabri, like, I don't know what you're upset about. Like, are you upset about this or are you just like stressed out? Is that what's going on? Like, how can I deflect help help you? Like, let's deflect Jabri. And Jabri's like, I just want you to be my mom, not be my therapist. But she yeah. won't do that. She just therapizes him. I'm just tired of living in this rat race. <laughs> just getting sick of it. I'm tied up because I've been stuck up in a rat race. <laughs> He just he 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 lives a fast life, okay? I just I never knew about like I always questioned in South Dakota, are you really stuck up in the rat race? And then after seeing his mom, I'm like, yes, he's yes, stuck up in that rat race. I mean he is. And then Mahal, she really she really, you know, I think she kind of ruins like like you know, kind of tricking him at the end because she says, I need to know that Miona is willing yeah. to do the work and not just be the kind of woman who will show her breasts. Yep, yep. She showed herself. She showed her cards. Mom! (laughs) 
it's so ridiculous to say that about your son's fiance too who's an adult by the way it's like what do you it's it's like how do you want her to dress too yeah Jabri even said, like, she's an adult. Like, stop treating her like a child. You know, like, I don't appreciate the way you're speaking to, to her. Dude, my mom said that I would flip out. I mean, she never would. I would no. <laughs> my mom would never do that. But, like, I would be like, what? If I had a mom who would ever act like this, I would flip out. That's what I would. That's the better way to frame that. <laughs> yeah, like this at all. Your mom would if never. I, <laughs> what I said, your mom would never. No, she doesn't never. care. <laughs> oh, Max, <laughs> I can't even picture it. <laughs> Insane. No, my mom is all the up and up. She's yeah. <laughs> Insane. This scene oh. was so frustrating. This next scene was not, though. It was very sweet. Also, I really like beer, and I like mini golf, and I wish I knew a place like this. I know. What the hell? Is this, this only seems in cool. I like Man. love playing mini golf. Whenever I go to Vermont, Marie and I play mini golf. We love going to breweries. I wish I could combine the two. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, P Patrick hopes that this will smooth things over between John and Thais. But I think what it really does is it smooths things over between him and John to hopefully hope with things forward, you know? Yeah. They have a good discussion. Yeah. She was in the bathroom for a long time. So yeah. <laughs> they really got to get it all out. Yeah. I think that she she came back and the producers were yeah. like, no. Yeah. Getting a scene here. Bros they are got, crying. They got it all out while she got it all out. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Shitting in America. Mm. <laughs> I like how John is so drunk he doesn't even know like if it's his turn in mini golf. <laughs> yeah. Whose fucking turn is it? Tiger Woods? What am I supposed to do with this fucking thing? Hit the fucking ball. Where's the goal? <laughs> Where's the goal? <laughs> I like how in the preview they tried to make it sound like he was saying Asta Manana bitch to her. Yeah, I know, right? I was like, whoa, this scene's going to be crazy. Like, normally I'm like, I'm not getting tricked by these scenes. But I was like, yeah. is he going to say Asta Manana bitch? Well, it you? could be that he was drunk enough to where he thought the ball was her. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, but basically John says, uh, that if, that if she's willing to put in the work, he's willing to put in the, this is even before the conversation that he is willing to put in the effort, but right. we'll see how it goes. You know, he's right. still not totally yeah. sold on it. He's like, I don't know. Yeah. And John's like, or Patrick is like trying to say like, oh, I had this whole conversation with, with Thais this morning and, and we've had this discussion as well with her and. And John's like, how do I fucking know what she's saying? You're the interpreter. You're the interpreter. That's not good for me. I got to hear exactly what she's saying. I got to know if she's talking shit about the Celtics saying that they can't beat the, the Warriors. They can't beat the Heat. How do I know? You're not going to relay that to me. You're not going to relay that shit. 
I do think that it is interesting dynamic that sometimes John is sitting there and they'll be like having full conversations and he doesn't know what's know. going on. I'm yeah. not saying that he needs to be like paranoid, but I do think it would be this interest. Like well, I've based never... on the way that she talks to him, I would be paranoid if I were actually yeah, I would be that she's like... constantly talking shit in Portuguese right in front of my face. Yeah, and then Patrick's like, uh, she, you know. She uh, said she, she said, likes you a lot. <laughs> but sometimes they just talk and then John and then like there's they don't even say what happened, you know, and yeah. I actually understand because it could just be tiring because it's not even necessary. But I've sure. never been in uh, a circumstance like that. So I, I could see it being, you know, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I like seeing John get really emotional, just the prospect of it not working I out. Too. I think he sees him having to move out and he just really doesn't want to do that. Probably because he doesn't have a job, it seems like. So he needs to stay. Well, it's not just that. <laughs> no, I know. I'm, yeah, kidding. No, I'm kidding. I, <laughs> You're right. You're right. But also, <laughs> you know, it, it does feel like Patrick and John have had this good thing going for a while where they are like rekindling a, a relationship that they didn't have for a really long time. And it was really important to Patrick to try and and uh, rekindle things uh, just because of all the shit that had happened in their childhood and wanting to get, you know, get back together and all this stuff. So it's like you can see why Patrick wants this so bad. He wants them both to get along because, like, he really wants to be around both of them right now. Like, they both really need it, it seems like. Yes. It's that, really sad. It's really sad. Yeah, I mean, he just talks about like they they went through so much in their childhood, and and that he hopes that Thais will understand John longer because he loves John, and he hopes that therefore yeah. she will. Yeah, and you could tell it's really breaking up Patrick too. Like he's yeah. really emotional during this too. Like I hate that this is how this is going so far because you're like the two most important people in my life yeah he's like we didn't have unconditional love growing up you know like john doesn't know how to what a thing to say man yeah that is rough you know yeah wow yep okay patrick i see you patrick yeah i like these guys you know first impressions on the exterior they look like kind of a couple big broy guys you know (laughs) yeah but like my god they get their sweethearts you know speaking of sweethearts this Bilal guy just Love him. Jesus. Not. Had to clarify in case my sarcasm wasn't clear enough. No, I can't let any stone be unturned. You know, have to let my distaste be on. Shida's really good at yoga. I know. She literally bends over backwards for this guy. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Literally. She's dressed up for date night, but she should have brought her book bag because Bilal has another lecture prepared. <laughs> Time to take notes. Time to get out that notebook. Oh, boy. He's like, you struck me multiple times and tried to grab my <laughs> face. You tried to rip my face off, tried to recreate the movie Face Off. You were going to switch our faces. What were my kids going to think? They were going to think that I was you when you were me. I was bleeding. I was bleeding. That's how hard you hit me. I like when he says he's the biggest jokester there is, so she shouldn't declare what is and what isn't a joke or not. Yeah, okay. All right. Sure thing, buddy. Okay, Bilal. 
the greatest of all time. Right up there with Richard Pryor and, <laughs> and all the greats. <laughs> he actually said something I agreed with, though. Oh, yeah? He said at the end, we are not ready to walk down the aisle right now. Yeah, I agree with that, hey, too. Hey, Bilal! <laughs> you still get no points. Negative. It, I hated this, how he squeezed an apology out of her, but he didn't apologize at all. For yeah, she action. ends up crying and just apologizing to him. And she's like, I feel like I'm being punished because now we don't get date night. And she's probably just really wants to get out of the fucking house. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> Frustrating. The fact that he couldn't even apologize for, like, not introducing her to the family that's uh, well yikes. it's like you know parents parents don't apologize to their children very often <laughs> you're, yeah you're right that is that is the dynamic that we're dealing with here it's, oh, really, al it's really alarming i don't like him it's really alarming that he treats her that way he's oh. bad it's bad news i really really hope that they don't get married i really really hope they all get married ben <sighs> have you ever seen one where they don't Yes, but then uh, they like ended up getting married in the future. Now they have like a get together. Christ, I've watched five seasons. I really hope that that she doesn't marry Bilal. Yes, I, re I really. Th this really woman hope. was actually catfished by this guy who claimed to be a Nigerian prince. <laughs> Is that true? He he was catfishing as a Nigerian prince, That's but amazing. then he came out and like revealed who he truly was, and then they were talking. But then he kept like switching things around again. So it and... was one of those form scam emails. Is that what it was? <laughs> no, I forget. Like, but they were like they were actually like talking, like they were like video chatting. It was on like Facebook or something. Like the whole thing was so that weird, wild. And then oh she, God. he like kept like moving the wedding because then he was in Vietnam and couldn't come because he had like a criminal record there. And she went to meet him and he was being a jerk. So then she like had to move the wedding date because things weren't working. And she was like, you know what? It's not going to work out. But then I went to check up if they ever got actually married and they did. And they had like a kid or something. So Jesus Christ. Imagine telling your family, I met a Nigerian prince online and I'm going to marry him. Yeah, she would tell everyone. She's like, well, it's just kind of complicated because, um, you know, we he was kind of catfished me like when we first met. And everyone was like, why are you marrying this guy? <laughs> They're like, this is the most well-known scam in history is the Nigerian prince scam, email scam. And you're yes. telling us that you're getting married to a Nigerian prince <laughs> that you met online. That's funny. That's really funny. Yeah, they were really, really amazing. That's hilarious. Yeah, they, they, they reunited after it didn't work out. And in uh, September 2020, they welcomed a daughter. So wow. good for them. So he was Nigerian, but I think he said he was like a Nigerian prince. That's wild. That's so wild. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is what he said. He said he was a Nigerian prince and that he lived in Alabama. Yeah. 
wow. and that he was taking care of his son because the mother of his child was dead. However, after a little snooping, she found out that he was lying about everything. The mother of his son was very much alive. And when yeah. she contacted the woman for information, she found out that he did not live in Alabama. He was actually in Vietnam where he That's was studying wild. business. And he also told her that he sells penis enlargement pumps too, right? <laughs> That's the other thing. <laughs> the show is crazy. But even the and they actually that, work. Even the couple that didn't get married, like four years later, turned out getting married. It's so stressful. <laughs> Good God. One couple who that they broke up and they weren't going to get married, but then this woman re- actually i don't want to spoil anything never oh, mind well it don't spoil it i'll watch these eventually yeah. yeah there's one you really gotta see okay i'll tell you the best seasons really good stuff but the nigerian one is, is worth talking about because it's so funny but yeah they all they all get married everyone gets married that's all you need to know <laughs> well, oh. you know, <laughs> everyone you know everyone gets married no, it's wild. Like, uh, it really does feel like the producers don't have to do as much heavy lifting in shows like this as as some of the other reality shows that we see. It's... No, you just gotta like bring in the friends and the family and like just make sure that shit happens. But yeah, you know. and maybe you give them a little poke, be like, hey, you know, don't be too easy on them. You know, yeah. this is this is your best friend. You know, really ask the hard hitting questions. You know, you've seen Ninety Day Fiance. Ask the hard hitting questions. Well, yeah, it's like in Love Is Blind. I mean, they have to like create the whole situation. Like you have the pods, and then it's like you only have four weeks to get married, and yeah, so this is like a real thing, a pressure cooker. But the the K one visa is a pressure cooker. Yeah, and all really of these is. people have been like dating for such a short amount of time. The, the The pressure cooker has built itself. It's genius. Yeah. Never gets old. Never. I'm loving it so far. I'm loving 90 Day Fiance. One of my favorite things that we recap. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yep. Minus Bilal. He, he can go. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> oh. Well, this was a fun episode. It was. Looking forward to next week. Uh, it looks like we're going to get a little more Emily and Kobe. Uh, hopefully it's a, some fresh stuff, some fresh drama. Yes. You know, um, that's my hope. And uh, I'm not sure when that episode airs and when we'll exactly be covering it because of Memorial Day weekend. Oh, but right. We okay. will be covering it, so don't don't worry. Yeah, probably next Tuesday. Probably, yes. Yeah, that's what I imagine. Um. If there is an episode, I, it, there is an episode next week, right? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Don't we'll worry. Figure it, out. it will All be right. covered. Just, just you know, subscribe to the podcasting things that'll happen, or and on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash/realityalert. But Ben, do you know what's also really fun? Our Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com/slash/realityalert. Three different tiers full of all these different awesome benefits of stuff that you can get. Just choose the tier which is best for you but like there's all this awesome stuff in all of them and every tier gives you access to our new weekly podcast which is exclusive to our patreon members it's called reality rascals last week we recapped our favorite movie marry me and this week we're recapping uh this old reality show it was called dating in the dark basically these three precursor to love is blind yeah very similar (laughs) yeah these three different couples they date in the dark 
and it's isolated. You know, each episode is three different couples. I no, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they need to uh, figure out uh, if they like each other just based on dating in the dark. It's very similar to Love Is Blind, but they can like touch each other and like test each other's very heights silly. and uh, feel each other's yeah. faces. It's very funny, and we are sure to make fun of it a lot. And you're gonna get all these different kind of reality recaps and all these different kind of new material and it's available to our patreon members so please check out our patreon it will help the show very much so check us out patreon.com slash reality alert yes and we got a lot of uh finales coming up this week folks we got temptation island finale we're gonna be covering that on thursday we got the survivor finale also covering that on thursday that's going to be really fun to see the end of those two. Uh, and of course, the Circles finale. That's on Wednesday. Really excited for that. We're hoping to try and get interviews with uh, cast members from all three of those shows over the next few weeks. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled uh, for any announcements on that. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Yep. Otherwise, follow us on socials, folks. Uh, Reality Alert Podcast on Instagram. Reality Alert underscore on Twitter. Uh, we are youtube.com slash reality alert. Oh, fun. We got a question in our chat as we're closing out from Haley J. Random question, but did you take down your reaction video to? Okay, this is a great question. Uh, oh, we've so been meaning to talk about this. We should. So, did you take down your reaction video to Temptation Island Final Bonfires Part One? I thought it was there last week, but I can't see it now. So, YouTube. Somehow uh, it got flagged under YouTube's algorithm or something. They they made a mistake, uh, so we're we're appealing that uh, to get that video back up right now. If you want, though, you can listen to it on all podcasting platforms. It's still up in the audio version. We are working on getting it back up on YouTube. Yeah, unfortunately. It, it just got taken down and it's hard to appeal. So we're going to try to get it put back up, but it's gone, but it still is available in audio versions on any podcasting platform that you want. You just don't get to watch us, but that would be the best way to do it before part two. But we think that part two should be fine because all of our other videos are still up. Just, I think there yeah. was just some kind of YouTube Mistake. error. Uh, and you know what? Um, in the meantime, We'll go ahead. We still have the video. We'll go ahead and put it up on our Patreon, maybe. And uh, if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, you can see it there uh, until YouTube uh, lifts the the lock on it. Yeah, that's kind of just the best thing that we can offer in the meantime. We 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 don't try to paywall like our main content, but we can't just figure it out in the meantime. But, yeah, uh, we're hoping it'll come back up soon, though. We really are. Yep. Yes. So. Anyway, thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for yeah. popping up in the chat. Always feel free to message us with questions are coming here. And uh, yeah, see you real soon. Yay. Bye. Bye. It's the place you go when you finish your show. We're your two best friends. Our names are Max and Ben. We're self-proclaimed television experts. It's reality alert. One side of me says, like, don't worry, it'll be fine. And then the other side of me is like, oh, that's a lot of problems.